0: hey everybody how you doing today welcome back to catching heaters my name is matt your host here and i'm excited to discuss a fun topic that tops is currently doing right now Uh, something that i've been kind of keeping my eye on and uh you know, piqued my interest and thought it was a cool concept. So I, I wanted to kind of go over what it is. It's it's a uh, Tops Project 2020. And I kind of just wanted to uh, touch base on this and kind of let everybody know what they were doing with Project 2020, my personal thoughts on it. Do I think it's a good investment? And talk a little bit about some of the artists that I've seen and um, some of the pieces that I've really liked that they've done with this and i just think it's a it's a fun concept that uh tops is doing and i think it draws more people into the card industry and it's just something exciting and new so i know a lot of people in the card industry probably are very familiar with uh, project 2020 uh, if you follow cards for everyone that is not uh following cards and is uh new to this Project 2020, basically what they're doing is they're taking 20 iconic cards um, from all different eras uh, that are popular in card collecting, and they are taking 20 artists that are popular in their, in their own rights throughout uh, the United States, and they uh, are allowing the artists to make their own renditions of the iconic cards um, throughout those eras and put their own stamp on it. And it's, it's a really cool concept. Um, so each artist gets to do all the 20 cards that were picked. So you're going to have 20 different variations um, from 20 artists, which is, which is really cool. The way that they're kind of rolling it out um, on the Tops website is they're selling it directly on, on the website. And the 20 artists are going to have 20 proofs of the original... Um, car that they're making, um, one of one gold frame, which is cool. Um, the one thing with these is it's very tough to get the proofs because there's people out there that have these web bots or whatever, you know, bots or whatever the heck it is that buy these up quickly right as they instantly go live. So personally, I haven't been able to even get close to touching one of those. The website. Even will kind of freeze up every once in a while because everybody's trying to get on at once to get those. So those are kind of out of reach unless you're going to go and buy them on the secondary market. Uh, what they do after the proof so is they do a, a generic run um, of the cards and they post it on the site for 48 hours and they have a, a limited print run that they're going to do with, with those and how many they're going to sell in 48 hours um, it's a cool concept because some of the cards are going to have low print runs and some of them are going to have a high print run and it, it kind of differentiates the cards a little bit by you know, the artists and what people are liking and wanting to buy. For me personally, I just think it's, it's really cool for Tops to incorporate you know, the two different collectible worlds of you know, artwork and uh, the hobby of cards. It kind of brings some people that might not be into uh, baseball cards or whatever cards um, in the market and draw them into this world a little bit because they like a particular artist that is uh, involved in this. Uh, do I think that this is a good investment? I'm kind of mixed on that. Uh, I think it, a little bit of it de- depends on the uh, print run of the cards and how available they are. I do think that they're even though some of them are getting higher, a couple of them are uh, in the low thousands and those are going to be maybe a little more collectible. But this recent Trout, uh, I think there was over 20,000 of those printed and sold. So I'm kind of mixed and I I don't know what to expect moving forward as they release more and more from the different artists, you know, in the industry. But I, I do think with the collaboration of one card collectors that... Uh, If they like a personal card and they like an artist, they're going to want to buy that card just to kind of have in their own personal collection and and think that that's cool. Uh, And then there's also a different uh, genre of people that might want to buy these cards strictly because they like one of the artists that is doing it. So that could create a bigger market for some of these cards and then make them a little bit more collectible down the line. So I think there are areas of opportunities, but... You know my recommendation on it is I would be buying these because you you like the cards um, or the artist, um, and I'm specifically talking about the print runs. I mean, if you're lucky enough to get you know one of the the twenty to twenty artist proof, those are going to be a little bit more valuable. And if you can get those, um, you know, those are going to resell for quite a bit more than what you um, were able to originally buy them. But you know, if you're buying up some of the generic print runs. Uh, I, I'm getting into it cause I, I like the design of the card and to have it in my collection with the original card that I have. So, um, buyer kind of beware on these depending on the print run, but I think it's, if you, if you like the card and you end up buying it and it's a short print run and prices spike and you're able to, uh, make a profit on it. I, th- I think that it's a very cool concept and I think there is going to be a market for these. Um, so I, I also wanted to talk a little bit about some of the artists that I liked and the cool concepts that I've seen. Um, if you're in the market right now, then obviously you know the Ermsey the Trout is kind of the hot card right now. Uh, I've seen some of those selling for over $500, and these are just the generic cards. These aren't even the 20 of 20 proofs. So if you're lucky enough to buy these in bulk and got them for even cheaper than the nineteen ninety nine for the Solo card, then you're doing pretty nicely on those uh, right now. Ermsy uh, also kind of just has a cool concept and the way that he uh, does each card, you can definitely tell his style. Like right when you see the card, you know it's his. He's also done an Ichiro and a Gooden, uh, Dwight Gooden. Um, I, I think that's cool. I really like what he's been doing. On the flip side from Ermzy. From Uh, in the uh, card industry, there's a guy that, you know, when his cards come out, everybody's kind of laughing at him and saying it's kind of a joke. And the the guy I'm talking about is uh, Keith Shore. Um, The way his cards are, and it's, I think it's just his own personal design and the way he's seeing the cards and the way, you know, he depicts art, which is, cool in a sense but the way that the cards come out they kind of have cartoon style looking characters to them so uh, you know I've hear a lot of people say you know it looks like my three-year-old drew that or you know I, I could have drawn that myself but you know when you're when you're talking about looking at artwork and a certain style that somebody does and he tries to bring that into the card world it's just an interesting style to see Uh, for me personally I don't know if they draw my eye enough for me to be able to buy any of those because I do like a lot of the other artists and concepts that are coming out so I personally am passing on some of those but it does interest me to think about in the future those could be something that's completely different from all the other styles that have come out and now even though people are kind of shying away or not liking that style right now, it could be something that's a little more collectible down the line. I could be completely wrong on that. But I think it's just something interesting and different that he is doing. So I kind of commend that for tops to get different style of artists and not kind of have themselves into one genre of artwork or a person that kind of thinks outside the box. So it's cool on that. Uh, a couple of other guys, uh, King uh, Saladin. Um, I personally bought the Derek Jeter card that he did, which I I really like on the that he does the depiction of the 1993 tops. Uh, cool card. He's also done uh, Ken Griffey, which is kind of becoming a, a sought after card as well. I've seen some of those cards going for the going in the hundreds. Uh, I think I saw one selling for over three hundred dollars, and I'm talking about the the generic print runs and um, I, I just think his concept's pretty cool. Uh, Blake Jamison, um, he's done a couple cool cards. The Jackie Robinson, the Mattingly was a cool one. Um, so those artists are, are some that I'm, I'm keeping an eye on as well. And the last guy I'm gonna talk about I think is very interesting, and I haven't heard too many people talk about him yet, and he hasn't had a ton of the cards that I'm personally looking for come out, so I haven't bought any yet. But I do think that there is some interesting opportunity if some of his cards go for shorter uh, print runs. And uh, Mister Cartoon is the guy that I'm talking about. He is a famous tattoo artist in the LA area, and I recently just watched a very interesting documentary on him and kind of how he grew up in that LA culture and really became part of the hip-hop scene and culture that they're creating uh, in the hip-hop world. And he has done a lot of famous tattoos and he's kind of, you know, world-renowned for the artwork that he does and uh, the tattooing that he does for certain people. And I, I find that very interesting because um, all of a sudden, you know, some of the guys that he's done is Eminem, Snoot Dogg, um, I could name many others, but those are two of the popular people. And all it would take would be Eminem or Snoop Dogg to buy these and collect them. And then all of a sudden post, you know, on social media that their favorite tattoo artist is doing tops designs of collectible cards. And that goes out to the masses. And then be, then there becomes a greater market for people that, strictly just even follow Mr. Cartoon, and now are going to want um, those cards because they're into sports, and their player, like Griffey or Jeter or somebody like that, um, Mr. Cartoon did that, that design, and they desire that card now. So I really think that he is an interesting guy to keep an eye on, and me personally, I... I'm looking forward to see his uh, Ken Griffey Jr. and the Derek Jeter that he's going to do. I think he's only done a couple so far. He's done Clemente, uh, George Brett, I think Dwight Gooden as well. Um, I think those are just the three that he's done. I don't know if he's done any more, but um, he's one guy that I'm really keeping an eye on. And I think it's uh, I think it's a good guy to invest in from that perspective. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I got the time to kind of dive into this a little bit, guys, and I I don't want to take too much of your time. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up, but I, I really like what Tops has done here. And I, I think it's a cool combination, like I mentioned before, the two, you know, collectible worlds of collecting cards and artwork. And I'm excited to see if they continue this in the future with different sports like football or basketball. And, you know, that if they continue to do that, that could trickle into the investment side of making these a little bit more desirable. So um, like I recommended earlier, uh, you know, buyer beware a little bit, but, you know, go out and buy them because you like the artist or you like the card and you think it's a cool design. Um, I think that there is some investment on it, opportunity on it, but also I think the collectible side of it is is fun and cool as well. So have fun, enjoy it, check it out on Tops. Um, you can go and see the print runs, um, how many uh, each card is uh, sold for and all that fun stuff. Uh, again, my name is Matt. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your week.